Hey everyone, welcome to the Restoring Rapport podcast. My name is Seth Hensley and this is a podcast about reclaiming the place of priority relationship is providentially intended to hold in your life. You know, we live in a world where community is far too often pushed to the back burner in favor of less important things, but the good news is that it doesn't have to stay this way. As believers, we have the choice to prioritize connection in our life every day and to live face to face with God and people. In this show, I'll be number one, sharing research which supports the importance of relationship, number two, giving you tools to help you improve your interpersonal connections, and number three, sharing writings that I have done in the past on the importance of community. It is my sincere hope that the content presented in this podcast equips you to better serve and love others. To access my past and future articles, subscribe to my YouTube channel, or purchase a copy of my books, visit homeschoolerponderings.blogspot.com. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 39 of the Restoring Rapport podcast. Super excited for what we've got planned out for you guys today. Actually, I'm really excited about it, particularly because I think I'm really going to like this article. Normally, sometimes I'll do articles that either I disagree with or that I'm just curious about, but today is going to be an interesting one because I'm going to be reading you guys a really, really interesting article um, done by 16personalities.com. The author is... Daryl, but they don't give a last name because I think what happens is, uh, the Daryl is one of the writers for 16 personalities and he's just somebody that's taken a test and written an article for them that they liked. So I'm going to review that for you guys. It's going to be super good. The title of the article is that thing you bring to love. I think this is going to be something I really, really like because I'm, if I'm, if I'm guessing correctly based on his title, he's going to go into, um, the things that our personality types can bring to relationships that are good. Um, and I'm really curious about this. This past week I was at a friend's house and we all all um we were you know we had fun talking playing games for a while and um we all there were four of us and we decided to sit down and take uh the person the Myers-Briggs personality test which I had done before I don't know if you guys had ever have ever done that before if you already know your letters or if you've it's just a totally foreign concept to you if you haven't done it I will include a link to take the test as well as a link to the article that I'm going to be reading to you guys in the podcast show notes so if you are interested in that go ahead scroll down click on their uh website and take the exam uh reach out and let me know what you got I'm always curious to see what people uh, get when it comes to personalities. I know a lot of people do the Enneagram, which is something that's kind of really um, common nowadays. The Myers-Briggs was kind of the Enneagram of yesteryear of the previous generation, I believe. So um, just a little history on it. It's a 16 personalities um, that you can be. It's a combination of four letters. Um, I am in ENFJ, which stands for, uh, I believe, extrovert, uh, intuitive, feeler, and um, judge, judgment. Um, and you can get, basically they present you with a variety of these options that you can do. You take a test. It took me about seven minutes long to take, and they uh, choose your personality based on your responses to that, uh, to those test questions. You can either choose uh, strongly agree, agree in the middle, or disagree or strongly disagree. There are five options, um, which I like because sometimes, you know, you don't know really, it's not really a yes or no thing. For people, they kind of need a little bit of leeway. So I like that it gives you five options rather than just two. So that's one thing that I like about this uh, test. For me personally, it turned out to be very, very accurate. Um, I was um, I was placed as a protagonist that was the category that of personality that I have. Um, 
protagonists are kind of like the every, by the way every personality you get they don't rank them according to better or worse it's just your it's just a personality it's not like one personality is better than the other and they assign each personality a name and the name i got was protagonist protagonists are the uh, main characters in movies and they're kind of these idealistic um f- very strong feelers uh who think who basically really try to influence others um with the way that they believe to be true, which is very much me, um, very much me. It gives you kind of your personality profile on the website will give you your strengths, your weaknesses, um, as well as other people who have placed in the same personality profile as you, which is super interesting to me. Um, and again, I think it's just something really good for us all to take just, you know, to examine our personalities and uh, glean what wisdom we can from the research of these professionals who have made this this test. So I would love to go, go ahead and get into the reading for you guys. What actually prompted me to investigate this topic, the topic of how personalities relate to dating, is that I was reading my personality profile results on this website and I noticed some alarmingly accurate, like, words. Like, they were describing me very, very well. And I was impressed by that, that they were able to, you know, give me a test that was able to identify kind of where I fell in their bracket that easily. Like, so I began reading, um, particularly the paragraph on romantic relationships and how ENFJs or ENF, um, yeah, ENFJs interact with other people in dating relationships. And what I was reading was so accurate. I mean, so unbelievably accurate that I decided I have got to do a podcast episode on the Myers-Briggs personality types in relation to dating. So I'm really excited for this episode that I'm going to bring you guys today. Again, I'm going to be reading an article on the Myers-Briggs website entitled The Thing You, That Thing You Bring to Love. So without further ado, without further ado, I'm just going to go ahead and get into the article here. When discussing love and romance, it's easy to fall into the trap of dealing with what can go wrong or focusing exclusively on ways to maintain a relationship. These are important subjects, to be sure. Love and romance can be a tricky business. But what would happen if we also took a moment to energize ourselves by diving into a pool of pure positivity? Let's talk about our strengths. This is an awesome start to a paragraph, because often when often when people read dating articles, they're looking for things to avoid doing. Um, they're looking for people to uh, c- commiserate with them in ways that they've been hurt. Uh, they're looking for things to avoid in the future, but they're not actually looking for all the awesome stuff that they bring to a relationship with their particular personality and like sharpening those strengths. So I think that's an awesome philosophy to have for this guy, Daryl, writing this article. Um, so let's continue with the, per- the article. Each personality type has a certain style of dealing with the world that is positive and strong. Of course, there are weaknesses to counterbalance these, but some people, for example, would argue, or positive psychology practitioners, for example, would argue that the more beneficial focus should be our strengths rather than the things that cause us to flounder. We at 16 personalities typically like to look at both sides, but just this once, let's focus on our assets. The potency of our romantic strengths is contingent on being matched with the right person. For positive traits to blossom into full bloom within a couple, both individuals must appreciate the relationship enough to apply their romantic superpowers. The following assumes a well-adjusted personality in a relationship mutually receptive to the strengths mentioned below. Each person, each personality's 
Each personality type's entry is divided into two parts, what you bring and why you should bring it. What you bring is descriptive. Why you should bring it always has the same answer because that's who you are. But we also hope to offer a bit of nuance that provides a reason to bring your best self forward in your relationships. Just this once, let's be true romantics and talk about the gifts that we bring to enhance our relationships. This is awesome. So basically, he's talking about um, instead of, you know, oftentimes people will try and become who they think is the ideal dating partner when they're entering the dating arena, instead of sharpening the strengths that they have as an individual, um, which I believe is a great idea because, first of all, that's who you really are. People say, where don't wear, don't be anybody else but the real you on your date. And I think that's actually really good advice because, um, for number one, you're going to be better at being yourself than anybody else. I mean, you're going to, you're going to know your strengths. You're going to be more natural in the role of yourself than you would in the role of another person. Um, I don't know any professional actors, but my, my mother and my sister are, uh, our aunt, my sister is actually pursuing um, theater as a profession, and my mom got minored in theater as well. And they, are, I haven't actually asked them this question, but I would assume it is more natural for them to be themselves than it is for them to be other people, even though they're awesome actors. So, um, I mean, I would say that's true across the board, especially for people who aren't, you know, <laughs> actors by nature. Um, it's really easy to to be yourself in the sense that you're going to be best at playing the role, the role of you. You're going to be best at playing the role of you. So, um, and besides that's who you truly are. You want, you don't want to present the, uh, present this person who's interested in you romantically with this, uh, notion with this presentation. That's not really you, especially because they're, they should be considering spending the rest of their life with you. Um, you should obviously present them with the real you. Um, so I love that this is talking about the strengths that each of us bring with our different personality types to the table. And the first personality type that they're going to talk about, well, first of all, there are four categories. The first category that we're going to be going through is the analyst personality types, okay? There are four types of analysts, and we're going to go through all of them and look at the strengths that they bring to the table. The first type of analyst is the architect, the INTJ. I believe, actually, I used to be an INTJ and took this test later in life uh, recently and realized that I had changed a bit. And like, I think half my family is the architect, actually. Hi, guys, I want to take a quick break and tell you about an opportunity that you guys have as listeners to become subscribers of this podcast. Now, in order to become a sub, all you have to do is follow the subscribe link in the show notes found in the description of each episode. And when you subscribe, you'll get access to exclusive material, including additional interviews, all of my spoken word poetry pieces, all of my dramatized allegorical short stories, and even more of my article readings. Okay, so lots of content will be available to you that won't be available to anyone else. Subscribing to the show only costs five dollars a month, which is less than most people spend on their lunch at work every day. Okay, so you won't even notice it disappearing from your bank account. If you enjoy listening to the show and you're looking for an opportunity to financially support the content you care about, this is your chance. Okay, follow the link in the show notes to become a sub. Thank you so much for choosing this show to listen to. And now, without further ado, let's get back to the episode. What you bring. Architect, people with your personality type have a dogged need to make sense of things, and from the understanding that you gain, and from the understanding that you gain, you try to make things work. Your practical problem-solving abilities may not seem like the sexiest thing on the planet, but it's the way you care and it's the way you love. The right part partner may find that incredibly fulfilling. <clears throat> Why you should bring it. 
Even the best best romance is fraught with potential pitfalls, but not your wa- but not on your watch, especially when you're deeply in love. Even star-crossed lovers can benefit from good old-fashioned strategizing. Planning and goal setting is essential to a thriving long-term relationship. So wrap this gift of organizing what you bring with a bow and bring it to the party. Awesome points. Those are all great points. The next type of analyst is the logician, INTP. What you bring. Logicians are more likely than the average personality to say they believe that love is the most important part of a relationship. More logicians choose love than they do commitment as the thing that counts most. Very interesting. But like everything else in their lives, they there needs to be some rationality behind it. Love has got to be realistic for logicians, and they value directness and honesty in their relationships. What you should bring, or why you should bring it. There is no... There's so much gamesmanship in the world of relationships that your open-minded directness is likely to be a fresh experience for those seeking sincerity. Your honesty is based on facts, but not in some rules-bound contrived way. Instead, it's spontaneous and natural. Instinctively telling it is like instinctively telling it like it is can be the most loving thing one can do. That's awesome. So the logician is good at bringing open, uh, just honesty, straightforward honesty to relationships. That's awesome and refreshing. Again, all these things should be things that we value in potential romantic partners. And um, what's cool is that these different personality types are all naturally gifted at bringing each of these gifts. So I would encourage you to go take the the 16 personalities test doc, on 16personalities.com. Again, it took me like seven minutes long. Then come back, listen to this episode, and listen to your personality type and the strengths that you bring to, to a dating relationship. I think that could be a super, super good exercise for those of you looking to um, bring everything that you can to the table in a dating relationship. Next up of the analysts, next up in the analyst is the commander, ENTJ, what you bring. Commanders do little by half measures. Any serious partner who comes into your life will feel like they are being taken seriously. You're tip- you typically maintain a sense of responsibility and dedication. There is, st- there is stability present, and everything that you do usually conveys some form of message. I got this. Okay, that's awesome. I love that. That's like confidence, uh, capability, being capable of solving problems, being capable of getting it done, doing what needs to be done. Awesome. I'd love to have that in a partner. <clears throat> Why commanders should bring it to the relationship. Stability. Sometimes modern love can seem so fragile and disposable, and sometimes breakups and divorces are entirely necessary and justified. Well, hang on. Well, okay. I I don't know what I... I don't like when people say divorces are necessary and justified um, because I don't think that's the way it should be. Now, I get their their extenuating circumstances and, you know, abuse, uh, infidelity, that kind of thing. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about sometimes I believe, I don't know, 16 personalities is not a, is not a uh, website that is from a Christian perspective. So I think sometimes divorce is a little bit uh, less, less, um, look, less frowned upon, less seen as an, seen as a very sad thing. So I don't want to present divorce in any positive light here, but uh, that's the, what the article said there. That's the first thing I've actually seen that I've kind of disagreed with. So um, moving on, you'll never get any judgment from me. But on the other hand, as a commander personality type, you are not likely to indulge the impulse quite very er, and qu- to quit. You are not. Qu- 
likely to indulge the impulse to quit very easily. Once you're locked in, you're locked in. This can be reassuring in an era when romance can feel like a game of musical chairs. That is extremely refreshing. And you know, maybe I should date a commander because of all of the qualities that I admire in dating, what they just described is my number one. Like if you have that, that is a major, major attracting factor to me. Um, that in fact, I kind of insist on that now in my next relationship, she will have that or I won't be dating her because I am very tired of a culture and where it is seen, it is considered normal to test the waters and leave. I do, that's not how I date. That's not how I believe dating should be done. So uh, the commander personality might be the ENTJ would be very attractive to me personally. Uh, the next and the last of the analysts is the debater, the ENTP, what you bring to a relationship. As a creative and highly energized debater, you're always fine-tuning your understanding of everything, including the dynamics of the loving connection that you might find yourself part of. <clears throat> With your trademark charisma for days, dull moments are a rarity. That's awesome. I love people who are uh, animated, who have thought things out, and who can entertain me with their their thought processes. I love it. It's so fun. Uh, why you should bring it to a relationship? Boredom and stagnation are both canaries in the coal mine. Canaries in the coal mine, and things that do damage in a relationship. These two traits can bring about the fatal decline of a once vibrant romance. However, there is little doubt that you, as a debater personality type, will always bring the new and exciting into your love life, at least intellectually speaking, and probably in other ways as well. Okay, so basically it's saying that you're not going to be responsible for that boredom and stagnation if it is present in a relationship because you have thought things out. You have uh, come up with your own way of wording things. You have uh, sharpened your philosophical reasoning. You know what you believe. You can say it in a way that is unique to you. Um, I think these debater people would be great teachers. Something I admire about teachers and uh, pastors is that they are the good ones are able to say things in such a way that they have reasoned out themselves, uh, that they are, they are not regurgitating something that has been shoved down into them um, by a seminary or an educational facility. They are people who have reasoned things out themselves and who have listened to the voice of God, listened to the voice of the Holy Spirit, studied things for the, the primary sources for themselves, and come to their own conclusions. I, I really admire that in people, and I think that's uh, really good. So these debater peoples, I imagine, would be very good. The ENTP, I imagine those people would be very good uh, teachers and pastors. <clears throat> All right, we're moving on to the diplomat personality types. This is again the second of the four categories um, that there are that there are on the sixteen personalities website. Um, the first one I'm actually within one of the four diplomat personalities is me. So you're going to see me in just a second. But the first one that we're going to get to is the advocate INFJ. Two of my friends actually, when we took this exam or this test, placed as the advocate. The advocate is the INFJ. What you bring. There's never a lack of passion when it comes to advocates. With any serious relationship, you will plunge yourself into exploring both the emotional and spiritual depths of connection. Both the darkest and the lightest corners of your relationship will be subject to your scrutiny. What? Why you should bring it? Some such attention to principles and motivation in your relationship may not always be comfortable, but it will likely show a deep commitment to your partnership. There are all kinds of passion, and enthusiasm for bringing out the best in a relationship is among them. People with your personality type scrutinize because they care. I love this. I love to see people who uh, value 
a relationship enough to look for the problems and look for the strong points and scrutinize everything that's going on. Um, because to me, that shows a level of intentionality and um, a pl- where you're, put- you're putting your time in. So obviously, it's something you value. You're putting your energy in. So it's obviously something you value. I love to see that in a relationship. Um, the mediator, the INFP, what you bring. Indeed, mediator, your ideals are high, but your heart is open. Your tendency might be to avoid conflict, but that doesn't mean you won't deal with the tough questions. Your personality's bias is toward harmony, but you understand that harmony means nothing if it means sacrificing your standards. In you, your partner will find a true and compassionate seeker. Why you should bring it? Because that's who you are, and you understand that without growth, there's only entropy. So you're going to bring that sense of self-improvement into your relationship for the benefit of both parties. Um, And now that we're in the diplomat uh, personality types, I'm beginning to see a lot more common threads uh, that I actually, that match my personality type. I didn't place as the mediator or the advocate, but I am noticing things that I'm similar uh, to, I'm similar to those personality types, even because they're in the same category as me. The next one is the protagonist, the ENFJ. This is the one that I placed, what you bring. Protagonist, your mixture of passion is almost cliched idealism with some charisma blended in, blended in is a winning contribution for the right partner. This may all come across as a bit superficial and exaggerated initially, but it doesn't take long for potential partners to realize the deeper truths and the sense of commitment that resides in you. You're the real deal. Why you should bring it. Your genuine interest in both the quality of your life and the quality of the lives of others can move your relationship in profound directions. Together, you and your partner find that your life purposes become part of a shared journey. This fulfills both you and the person you love. Yeah, that's very much me. I am very much a, um, I think my ideals can seem so, um, uh, exaggerated and, not superficial. I wouldn't use the word superficial. I would say exaggerated and just so idealistic that people don't even, uh, they, I can come across as maybe, um, over the top or maybe even a little bit insincere, but that's actually really the way I feel and the way I believe. So, um, I believe that people will get to know that, you know, as the, as the relationship progresses, um, why I should bring that totally agree with that as well. Um, I, I talk, you guys, I mean, at this point in the show, if you guys have been listening to me for this long, you know that I am all about the shared journey, the shared task, uh, finding something that two people are passionate about and having them grow closer to each other by working on that thing. Not that the work is the center of the relationship. The relationship should be the center, but the work should be a means through which you grow the relationship. I talk about that all the time. Uh, absolutely love it. Um, so that one is super accurate for me. The campaigner, the ENFP is the final, uh, final category of the diplomats, what you bring. With the right partner campaigner, your sense of being all in when it comes to your relationship can be both exciting and reassuring. Reassuring, Like most diplomats, you're driven by ideals, and that can be very attractive. Your energy level and dedication are likely to flatter anyone you apply them to. <clears throat> Why you should bring it. Great loves are marked by the kind of spirit that you possess. Because of this, you tend to give the most important gift in a relationship, the full presence of yourself. Very much the campaigner, the protagonist, the mediator, the advocate, all of those really described me uh, very well. The, the the diplomat is definitely the role that I am strongest in when it comes to dating. Uh, that's my natural personality type. So as you guys take this test, you, it's going to give you one of those four in each of these four categories, but you'll
you'll probably notice a trend that you're actually very similar to the four categories in your um, specific bracket. So for example, if you are up at the top an analyst, if you're one of the four analysts, you will probably notice that all four analysts you have some things in common with, uh, you have some strengths in common with these with those people. <clears throat> All right, that we're going on to the next category, the sentinel personality types. All right, there are four of these as well. Logistician, the ISTJ. That's a mouthful, logistician. While your reserved manner may come across as uptight, logistician, your seriousness can be very reassuring to the right partner. You may not always understand your partner's emotional needs, but that is overshadowed by your willingness to stand by the person you love. <clears throat> Why you should bring this? Your pragmatic way of caring can be a wonderful gift. A like-minded partner will benefit from your calm loyalty and someone who is less quote-unquote together may find you the perfect compliment. All right, very good. I love those. Those are awesome. Defender, ISFJ. The This is again the second of the sentinel personality types. The Defender, ISFJ. What you bring. Hollywood would have us believe that relationships involve excitement, adventure, and drama. Still, stability can mean more to some people, including Defender personalities, including Defender personalities, than the contrivances of every date night movie combined. Your gift is to provide the steadfastness in a relationship. Why you should bring it. Your heart is about being there when you're needed, and when that's needed, that's more than enough. So leave the rom-com drama and excitement to the movie stars. You've got more important things to do. Man, that is super attractive to me as well. If I met somebody who was more uh, concerned with um, loyalty, being needed, show, just wanting to be needed and meet needs of me, man, that is attractive. I mean that it, there is nothing like that. That that might even top. Well, it doesn't top the the commitment one that I referred to earlier. The people who are uh, serious about relationships they enter that doesn't top that. But man, this is right there. The defender ISFJ. So see what ha what's happening is I'm seeing people that I would like to date just by reading these personality types, and I think that's why I'm super excited to bring this episode to you guys. You not only see what you're good at, what you're good at, and bring to a relationship. You find out the personalities that you're really 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 attracted to just off the get go, which is super super cool. Uh, the Defender, the ISFJ. I need to remember that. The Defender, the ISFJ, and the other one. I can't remember. I'll scroll up to the top and, and see it before I close this episode out. Um, but the next one is the Executive, ESTJ, What You Bring. Because your qualities include both directness and traditional perspectives, executive, the people in your life know where you stand. Your personality type's rational approach leaves very little room for ambiguity. Why you should bring this to a relationship? Your brand of love provides a level of sureness that is often unmatched, and with certainty comes a sense of security. Your love can provide a safe harbor in an unpredictable world for romantic partners who want or need it. I love that. I love security in relationships. That's one of my main, main values. Uh, the console, ESFJ, what you bring as a console personality type, you do not treat love lightly. You want to take care of those you love in meaningful ways. You're serious about a relationship that works and you're serious about making your partner happy. Why you should bring this to a relationship? Such dedication to the act of forming a meaningful relationship is a treasure that can be hard to find for those seeking it. And there you are, waiting for them to come into your life. Awesome. I would I would be super attracted to the console as well. Uh, maybe I'm just super attracted to anybody in the log logistician uh, category, the four logistician type 
of personalities. The explorer personality types. Okay, this is the next four. There are going to be four of these as well. The virtuoso, ISTP, what you bring. The virtuoso, you value freedom, so you offer freedom to anyone you fall in love with. Your ideal relationship highlights the idea that it is made up of two individuals, but that doesn't necessarily mean that your connection is fragile. Two different tracks can still intertwine powerfully, even if the individuals are not joined at the hip. Okay, this is something that would be very unattractive to me. The virtuoso ISDP explorer personality type in the Myers-Briggs profile, super not attractive to me. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but just personally... Um, that I do not think I would blend well, very well, very well with that. Cause I'm all about limiting myself, integration, um, you know, sacrificing the individual at the cost of the community. And this, this person I think would clash very strongly with that ideal. And again, because I am a protagonist, I do not yield on ideals very well at all. Um, that's just not something I do <laughs> very, very naturally. So I don't think I would, I would have a very good, uh, very good connection initially with a virtuoso ISTP type. Uh, why the, they should bring this to a relationship where where and when you connect you connect strongly and if you find someone whose nature is as independent as yours you offer exactly what they're looking for in fact you may be offering what few other personalities can give did you notice the word independent in there and I've just I, you guys know how much I don't really I think that is an overvalued uh, uh, over independence is an overvalued thing in society I mean I have a book all about de- dependence the the exact opposite of, of in independent being interdependent um so i just my personality type would not would not work with this very well and then i'm not there's anything wrong with the virtuoso istp it's just that for me possible uh for me personally that's the exact exact opposite of me <clears throat> the adventurer isfp what you bring the quiet sensitivity that you, as an adventurer, bring to a relationship can profoundly affect the people you love. You softly come from the heart, and that speaks to a certain level of tenderness that may be hard for many people to find in other people. Why you should bring it. Such gentle warm-heartedness can be an amazing gift to partners who want or need it. Along with this loving demeanor comes a sense of spontaneity and a willingness to look at the world from many different angles. These qualities combined can make you a cozy yet interesting partner. Very, very good. entrepreneur estp what you bring you love a challenge entrepreneur so when you come into a relationship you bring all the excitement that comes with the take no prisoners attitude you tend to bring to life (laughs) interesting why you should bring it when you're perchant when you when you're perchant for risk when you're perchant with your perchant for risk taking you may not always bring the gift of an easy secure life still you always present the person you love with an interesting existence and interesting is exactly what some people are looking for very good very good the entertainer esfp this is the last one i believe actually we've done all 16 what you bring as an entrepreneur personality type as i'm sorry the entertainer as an entertainer personality type you're always looking for something new fun and exciting This can keep a romantic partner either off their footing or excited. Of course, sometimes the two can be the same thing, but you always keep the energy high. Why you should bring this? Your dislike of dull, lonely, or uninspiring moments will likely will likely be brought into any relationship that you pursue. As a result, you can fulfill the needs of a like-minded partner or help balance a more recipient or more reticent partner's life. All right, so that's basically saying there that you're going to as an entertainer, you're going to prevent things from being dull. And that's exactly what some people are looking for. Uh, not they're looking to avoid the monotony of a, you know, traditional standard, uh, superficial, 
um, you know, average, whatever you want to call it, relationship. So as an entertainer, you're going to be more appealing to them than any of the others. <clears throat> now that we've gone through all the 16 actual personality types and their strengths in dating, let's look at the next heading, which is so bring it on. An interesting exercise may be to add to the information above, creating your own more nuanced list of the assets that you bring to a relationship. While personality certainly plays a large role in the gifts that you bear, factors like upbringing, culture, etc. are also an influence. Uh, undoubtedly, totally agree with that. <clears throat> Whenever you say, or I'm sorry, whichever way you, your list pans out, knowing your strengths and relationship can give you a sense of self that bolsters confidence. Remember, each of the descriptions above is applicable when everything is balanced and in the right and the right person has entered your life. Mileage may vary according to life experiences. In the comments section below, let us know the positive things you've noticed about your personality's influence on your relationships or what your partner brings. Awesome, awesome article. Totally love everything in this article. Um, he started off by saying, let's focus more on our strengths, the strengths that we bring to the relationships, uh, strengthening those, highlighting those, because that's our natural self, who the person is obviously interested in anyway. Uh, you don't want to, uh, you know, begin forming a romantic attachment attachment with a person under the mask of another person uh, they obviously they're interested in the person they're seeing so you want to be your real self in 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 going out with these people um then he went on to give the entire 16 personalities and the strengths that each of those personalities brings to the relationship again if you guys have not taken the 16 personalities um personality test highly highly encourage you to do that we'll include a link in the show notes below go ahead do that then listen to this episode go back and listen to this episode and listen to the part that you are the part that talks about the strengths of your specific personality also as you go through it try and listen to the personalities that are super attractive to you the personalities that um, you think you would blend well with naturally and just that might give you some information for you know when if you're going out on a date you know ask them hey have you ever taken the Myers-Briggs uh, if so what was what was your what were your letters what was the personality type that you were assigned um, and that's just something you know an interesting conversational topic for your date but also it gives you kind of a kind of a clue you know as to whether or not you know hey this is something this I should really um, I should really take this seriously and not not just you know abandon it. Um, so really, I thank you guys so much for listening to this episode today. Again, I hope I hope it's helped you so much to navigate the challenging dating landscape of today. I know that it's really hard. I know that there are a lot of challenges that young people are facing today. Um, you know, when I talk to you know when I talk to my parents and my and and some of my friends who are o older than me and in a different generation than me, they I think they they had a little bit of a, a, a it was totally different when they were dating. I think they did not have a lot of the challenges that we have today for whatever reason. Um, they may have had different challenges, but um, today I think we have some really hard challenges, and that dating is uh, really hard in today's culture for uh, so many reasons, so many complicated reasons. Um, but I just so I'm just encouraging you guys don't give up. You've got this. I know it can be so hard. Um, just keep going. Keep plodding along. Keep chugging along. Um, and you can do this. And I hope this episode has been an encouragement to you uh, to sharpen your own strengths, your own personality, um, and not just become someone else. Don't just become someone else. Don't think you're unattractive because you're having a difficult time. You're doing great. Um, and just sharpen your personality instead of, you know, instead of diluting it or muting it or in any way diminishing it, just sharpen it instead. Because to the right person, again, you're going to be super, super, super attractive. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening to this episode today, and we will talk to you guys next time.